Welcome back to Are You Wearing Pants, where we check in via Zoom on personalities in the advertising and media world to find out how they're coping professionally and personally during the pandemic and the harsh long-term lockdowns we're all experiencing. As we record this podcast, much of New South Wales and Victoria are still in hard lockdown after many months. And news of Australia's tough lockdown rules are making headlines around the world. So how are we all coping working from home? How are we managing balancing family and work life? And how's our mental health doing? In this episode, we caught up with Lawrence Van Kamp, one of Sydney's busiest film editors. Lawrence works at the editors in Newtown, but for the past several months, he's been forced to work from home just like the rest of us. We want to know how the hell he does that. One of his solutions is to make every night a special night for him and his wife. Each week, they celebrate feature film Mondays, book reading Tuesdays, TV series binge Wednesdays, masterclass Thursdays, and footy and drinks at the weekend. Sounds great, but is it? Let's jump right in and find out. How you doing, Lawrence? Very good, very good. I'm Dan. Yeah, and I'm Nick. Hey, Dan. Hey, Nick. How's the day been going? Really good, actually. We've had a pretty busy day. We've got another busy day tomorrow, but it has been a bit up and down, which that's why we're doing this podcast. Yeah, it's definitely been a, a few weeks of peaks and troughs, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll probably... Just let you know, we've already started recording this end, so anything we say now will be recorded for posterity. Obviously, thank you for jumping on to this. We really wanted to get a whole load of different people from the industry. Going to try and get maybe a couple of clients as well, but really the people on the tools and trying to run around and get stuff done. And we were really keen to talk to you as an editor because I think your world is quite similar to ours. You probably in normal times have people sitting in your room and coming and going over over the course of a job and you know enjoying the face-to-face of it all. So why don't we start off by just introducing yourself. Would exactly. you be able to tell us a little bit about yourself and a bit about your history and what you've been doing? Sure. So my name is Lawrence Van Camp and I'm an editor at The Editors. Probably been there oh, coming on eight or nine years, I think now. So it's a sort of part of the furniture there. And yeah, look, I think the last the last sort of year and a half have been a bit of a change of pace for everyone. I guess being very used to being sort of in a very busy building where you'd have a lot of hustle and bustle, a lot of people sort of meeting in the corridors, a lot of chitter chatter through the walls. And, and now suddenly, you know, there's, there's a little bit of radio silence and I think we're trying to sort of all, all maintain that feeling of togetherness, of a social industry still as well, and just sort of picking up those fragments and, and seeing how we run with it now and seeing what, what the world looks like when we come back after the alleged Freedom Day. Exactly. It must be really interesting because as an editor, you normally would have someone in the room with you. When you're doing the editing process these days, how do you approach that? It must be quite different, isn't it? Are you working from home? I am, yeah. yeah this, right. is, this is the studio at the moment. So, yeah, look, it's interesting. I mean, I guess our world is broken into probably four stages of the of the offline edit process. You have the time that you're sort of just working by yourself where you're selecting and you're assembling uh, to begin with. Mm-hmm. Then the next stage would be you'd have your director in and you'd start, again, going through maybe some more selects and building up a director's cut. Then obviously you'd have... The next phase, you'd have your agency in and then your client in on top of that as well. So as, as the process goes on, more and more people start entering your room, so to speak. Yeah. So, I mean, I think one thing I've found, which is kind of nice actually, is those, those initial couple of days spending by yourself 
it's actually not so bad at home. It kind yeah. of works. And I think, you know, look, we've all found that we can work from home on a technical level pretty easily now as well, which is good. I was going to touch on the, the technical side of things, but whenever I've been to the editors, it's always been a, a really cool atmosphere there. Lots of different people and people coming in and out of suites and hanging out around the coffee machine and so on. So all that is shut down at the editors at the moment, is it? Look, we've got a we've got a skeleton staff that sort of pop in and out at the moment. It's already job dependent, but typically we'd have no more than an editor and a director and a suite at any one time. We've got you know a very standard policy of not having anyone more than that. But generally, we try to do as much remotely as possible. The current job I'm working on at the moment, we're all working remotely. I had a job at the startish of lockdown, whereas just the director and I in the room and then obviously agency was remote client was remote as well and you've taken all your gear home or did you already have a setup that you could just you know jump onto look i had a laptop and a screen at home which was fine uh but when we saw the writing on the wall yeah we dismantled a few of the suites and i've taken you know one of the actual proper mac pros with all the hoo-ha back here and god i'm so happy i did because you know those machines are robust and they're fast and you know cutting every day on a laptop and a screen kind of thing it just uh sent me out of the wall man so in terms of technical hurdles, obviously you've had to bring home some equipment. When you're actually presenting edits or you're working through an edit, do you have any issues running through things like Zoom? We even find here in our sound studio that we get quite a lot of lag where the audio and the video isn't uh, linking up as well for the for the client and they, they just have to have a bit of patience with it. But yeah, what about yourself? Look, I think... of the time it works fine. We actually don't use Zoom to run anything through apart from just comms. Mm -hmm. So we have something called Editors Live, which is, it's like a live stream that plays through your web browser like Chrome or something, and it's a direct feed from my avid. And that way everything's on sync, nothing lags, and you can have, you know, as many participants as you want jumping in and seeing what's on my screen. And then Zoom's just left for comms. So that's like, you know, a, a a different piece of kit pretty much. Was that something you guys already were using for maybe overseas clients or is it, did you have to clue up on all these yeah, new things? That was, that was lockdown mark one. Yeah. <laughs> I think at the very start, you know, we were trying using Zoom and, you know, doing screen sharing and that. And I think it was driving, driving people a bit nuts just with the lag, like you were saying, it just, it didn't cut it. And so, yeah, look, the, the guys... Uh, in the engine room, did some real sort of, you know, deep diving and came up with, you know, various bits of software that, you know, if we sort of do this and we link this with this, suddenly you've got, you know, a mobile edit suite. And mm. as long as your internet connection's fine, and luckily, you know, sort of we've got MBN at home, um, everything's running pretty smoothly. And that's amazing. And we had a very similar experience too. Like when lockdown hit, we had to, you know, move everything back remote and link up with all the voiceover artists uh, in their own houses and bring in um, clients through Zoom and work it all out really quickly. And you really had to sort of put your IT hat on to to actually get through it and keep delivering the standards that you're used to. So it's interesting to hear it coming from your side of things as well, just that you had to do exactly exactly the same thing well it's bizarre like people started you know talking about working remotely you know a good few years ago and i always thought to myself our industry like especially editing you'd never be able to do that not Mm. with the data packets we're using it would just never be an option available and all it takes is a global plague yeah to make you uh sort of realize actually you can so that's good 
So you touched on, obviously, the internet that we're all relying on. As long as the internet both ends is, is working well, everybody seems to be able to uh, get through this. With this new equipment that you got and the internet and stuff, have you found you've had to spend a lot of money to get this all going or, or has it been a smooth transition to be able to get it all working? I I couldn't tell you the nuts and bolts of the, of the money side that would have been outlaid. I'm I'm assuming it's a subscription service or mm-hmm. some, you know, sort of pay-as-you-go software. But yeah, in terms of additional hardware or anything like that, I mean, I can sort of, I, I could technically run that software on my laptop if I wanted to as well. So it really comes down to, you know, how strong your internet connection is. Yeah. What do you edit on? What's the program? Avid. Yeah. Avid, right. So we're, we're like 90% Avid, probably 10% Premiere, that kind of thing. The one sort of hurdle that you do need to sort of consider is just in terms of sort of scheduling that time to get everything uploaded into your house as well. Mm. So, you know, if the guys do go off and shoot 13 hours of footage in a day, obviously getting that transcoded and that extra stage of getting that transcoded proxies sent over to a remote edit station, it's going to take additional time as well. So, you know, that's maybe something we've encountered very here and there throughout this process. And that's probably the one curveball is just we do have that huge amount of data. It's just going to take a little bit more time to get into the system. So in normal times at the editors, would that all be uploaded via the internet or would hard drives be couriered around and so on? Uh, and I mean, normal time in the editors, yeah, you'd have someone from set come and run the hard drive over at the end of shoot that would yeah. get plugged into a machine to get transcoded as soon as possible and you'd, you'd probably be up and running next day. Yeah. Look, what we're finding is we're not too far off that still. We still have someone from a shoot comes in, plugs the drive in to a sort of, you know, a stable night box. An assistant can access that machine remotely. They can do a transcode overnight. And then as soon as possible, we can sort of get that footage sent over to the editor as well. So we're only a few hours behind what we usually would be. Great. So just looking at it from uh, you know, a very personal point of view, you're working from home. Do you have a family? Uh, do you have a dog? You know, what, what's, uh, how's it working with everybody else? It's just wife, myself and the cat. <laughs> so we were pretty lucky. We moved into a new place just as lockdown hit. And uh, it's sort of since given us an office each, which is, you know, we've got a little bit of space to move out and, you know, just sort of spread out around, which is great. I think last lockdown, we were in a little uh, two-bed in Camperdown and, you know, we were really on top of each other. I had a fold-out camping table on one side and <laughs> yeah. he had a Kmart desk on the other <laughs> and her line of work sort of involves her to be on Zoom and phone calls a lot. So yeah, it's a little bit less stressful this time around. The cat's a little bit depressed, mind you. So we're just getting over that part at the moment. <sighs> Uh, I also noticed you're a Kiwi. So what's it like being away from your family? Because obviously with the pandemic, it's been a lot harder for people to move around in, in, across the two countries. I've got a friend from New Zealand and he's he's had issues getting back and forth. How, how have you dealt with that? Or has that been an issue being away from family? Yeah, it's tricky. Eh? I think, look, I'm, I'm kicking myself that I didn't get back there for those few months that there was a trans-Tasman bubble open. I guess, you know, when it was open, I just took it for granted and thought, oh, I'll just get back at Christmas time. We'll do like, you know, a month there and everything will be great. Boy, did we take things for granted. <laughs> oh, mate, that's so bad, yes. I mean, the plan next time is to is to get back there as soon as possible. But it is odd because I think it's, uh, look, this will be the third Christmas away from the fan. Mm. And, and it is strange, like, you know, you get on a Zoom call with your mum who, you know, mum doesn't Zoom ever. And you realise that you haven't seen her for maybe 18 months, like, you know, face to face. 
and it's like, oh, you look a little bit different. Hmm. And that kind of always feels a bit weird as well. Mm. Mm. So the fact that you got yourself a, a nice new place to do the second lockdown is great. I think that's what we've found from most of the people we've already spoken to is that if your own situation at home works and you've got the room, then this can be done and, and we're all getting on with it and we'll, get, we'll go deeper on that. But obviously, you know, somebody living in a flat chair or a single mum or whatever, it, it, it is very difficult. And I'm glad to, to hear that you, uh, you were able to, you know, slip straight into it with you and your wife in different rooms and getting on with it. So that's a good thing. Oh, absolutely. I think we might be in a, in a very different mental space otherwise. And um, yeah, we've considering ourselves very lucky that this time around. So going a little bit bigger, obviously the editors looking on your website, I think there's about 10 of you editors. Yeah, 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 yeah that sounds about right. Yeah. It's a big old family there. And, and obviously, you know, all the assistants and producers and, and everybody else, they're all working from home as well. How do you guys all keep in touch? Are you keeping together as a company somehow? Yeah, look, we've started doing Friday night trivia nights, which happen at happy hour. So that's a much needed time to you know, crack open a frothy and have a bit of a chat. And you've also got like, you know, a bit of purpose and it's a bit of a game time. And I think it just gives people, yeah, a little chance to have a bit of a laugh. And, you know, usually there's a bit of a dress code to it as well. So, you know, it's something a little bit different. Hopefully everyone's wearing pants then, are they? <laughs> No, that's the thing. No one's wearing pants. And that's the No fun. one's wearing pants. But then apart from that, you know, look, it just means you pick up the phone and you have a few more direct conversations with people, which is really, really good. I think in that respect, it does strengthen a few bonds here and there. When you're having that nice sort of one-on-one conversation time, you realize that, you know, you've only got one thing on your mind and it's just to sort of, you know, see how someone's going, which is cool. So let's just talk a little bit about the workload. Lockdown one, I think, took everyone by surprise and we actually ended up continuing to be very busy through it for lots of different reasons. But I, I think this time round, everyone's a bit more prepared for it. However, work on the whole is some jobs are being put on ice and things are being held up. Have you guys, I mean, you specifically, but also the rest of the editors, have you guys been just as busy, if not busier? I think this time around much busier. Yeah. I think last time was, yeah, look, it was, it was a little bit scary. Mm. I think at the start, I think, like you said, you know, it was no one knew what was going on. No one knew how long it was going to go on for. I think this time, you know, our industry as a whole is more prepared in terms of like, you know, being able to get out there and shoot the, um, you know, the risk, you know, and with, with various restrictions, it's just allowing people to be more nimble. So mm-hmm. to a degree, the show can go on, which is, yeah, for, for a better part, allowed a lot of the shoots to continue. And, and in the meantime, creative has maybe pivoted to start, you know, creating scripts with more restrictions in mind. But, you know, you carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I think this time around, it's a lot, a lot busier, which is great. And I think also... You know, there is that light at the end of the tunnel, knowing that we'll hopefully sort of, you know, be a little bit more business as usual in a couple more months Mm. kind of just allows us to, you know, keep that momentum up as well. I remember come September last year, there was just this, you know, big backlog of scripts and suddenly everything just came washing out and everyone was hectic for you know, the, the last quarter of the year mm-hmm. and everyone was so happy to not have a second free. And <laughs> I'm, 
we're kind of hoping it's going to be the same again this year anyway. No, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that sort of brings us to a question around the style of work. And uh, we were speaking to someone the other day, a creative director, who was saying that because of the pandemic, it's really changed the type of communications you can do um, for many reasons. One of them is obviously clients, you know, during the lockdowns, that they feel like their messaging may have to change. Other issues are to do with, you know, lockdown restrictions. You know, you might have to do more shoots with drones. Would you be able to give us a good example of a spot that you did during a lockdown that would might have been a bit different for whatever? reason being a bit more interesting to work on okay look i mean one thing i can uh think of top of my head which is just maybe something a little bit smaller was we did this spot for a car trading platform and at the very end you know you'd have the two people sort of shaking hands in a bit of a comic kind of way a little bit of a taking the piss kind of you know shaking hands moment but then luckily as a safety they did a version where someone drops the keys into someone else's hands. Right. Like this was just as lockdown was hitting. This was a, a couple of days after the Bondi limo driver kind of thing. Mm. But far out, you know, by the time we'd finished offline or just got to the point of offline, like, you know, things were already ramping up and the client made the calls, like, let's go to the safety. Let's not have anyone touching each other's hands. And yeah, they had it in the can. So that was kind of really lucky. Lucky you had that one. So in terms of the the work that you normally do, do you see things sort of going back to normal? Have you found now that people are going, oh, well, this is actually kind of working. Have you and the others at the office discussed whether you're going to continue the way you're working or do you think you will go back to working in the office? Look, we've had a couple of chats about it. I think for me personally, I like the fact of, you know, the, the way that we all get into the suite at the same time. We make decisions a little bit quicker. I think just the chats that you have have in between the work or the side chats that you have in between the actual process of work is so important as well. And I think it allows you to develop a shorthand with people that you probably wouldn't get by doing a Zoom call. So, you know, look, I'm a bit of an optimist and I, I would like to see it go back to that. Mm. I think as a means of technicality, this works just fine. But, you know, in terms of actually sort of building up those various sort of, you know, relationships with people, you can't beat being face-to-face as well. I think that's what's probably most missing from my point of view is we've got a busy sound suite. When people come in, often it's the end of a job. They're here to do the final voiceover and get the music sorted and the mix and you got a you know a whole group of people coming in and there's a sense of right we're going to get there it feels like that's missing and it's very difficult for us to have that interaction and just when you've got people in a suite sitting around chatting you hear about the next job and all that sort of stuff so it's a part of that certainly in a sound suite i'm probably same for you guys having those people in and having that sort of vibe Mm, oh, completely. And look, at, imagine doing a rap lunch over Zoom as well. <laughs> <laughs> so grim. Oh, you haven't done one, have you? No. <laughs> Every, everyone's on the on the piss and, uh, you know, eating their little um, pre, pre-made meal, but then you look around, it's like, I'm actually drinking by myself in a room. <laughs> it's like oh, a bit lonely. Yeah, I, I think there's definitely chat about getting back to where we were. I think it sounds like, you know, it'll be a, a bit of a gradual progression to get back there as well. It won't just be Freedom Days happening, let's crack open the wine and cheese again. I think there's already talk about trying to roster people in and out. So if one person becomes a close contact on the production desk, then maybe another person's not there. Yeah. So, you know, you've always got that safeguarding. Do you know if the company have decided to put any kind of policies in place 
place when you do go back surrounding the uh, interesting, you know, conundrum of the vaccination and masks and all that sort of stuff? Do you, do you know if they're putting stuff in place, a QR code and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, look, I mean, we, we've had a QR code for, oh, for months and months yeah. now anyway. So that's always been there. Uh, I would imagine the masks would be sort of a mandatory for a while anyway. Mm-hmm. I do know that everyone on our staff is getting vaccinated. So we're all either fully vaxxed or one jab through. Right. I don't know whether that's going to be a mandatory for other people entering the building. That's sort of speculative, I guess. But yeah, it will be, we come back with full caution and as Sydney sort of as a whole becomes a little bit more freer, then we'd probably look at easing as well. But I think it's more about trying to keep in line with with what's happening out there as well. Well, I think that's the advantage of having a smaller, more independent company where you guys can decide how you move and you can move probably quite quickly and make decisions. Whereas you've got WPP or a worldwide company and they basically stipulate, as far as I know, across the world what's going to happen. And, you know, some offices will be like, well why it's everything's fine here but because you're a smaller company like us you can go right this is how we're going to do it and this is we'll move according to, to you know regulations and so on and out of curiosity, what's the, what's the go with you guys? How are you guys looking at doing it? Well, we're back in the office now. When lockdown came around this time, both Nick and I got vaccinated as quickly as we could. Mm-hmm. We found it quite difficult working from home. Sound is something that can't be done uh, easily at home when you've got a dog and two small children. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have do you have the uh, the egg boxes on the walls somewhere? <laughs> yeah, it got really tricky. Like the first lockdown, I tried, and you know, you'd be halfway through a recording session, and then the cavoodle would be running and barking, or your your kid would be like trying to kick you off the computer so they could use it to play Minecraft and you know talk to their mates and stuff. Oh, great. So, yeah, yeah. Just from my own sanity, yeah, I had to work from the studio this time around. Just to bring back to working from home, you know, we've had to sort of you know come up with some interesting ways to keep ourselves sane during the lockdowns and you know you might come up with a unique project at home whether it's baking sourdough bread or painting the house or whatever else it might be have you had any projects from home when when you've been in the lockdowns that you would not normally have done oh look i mean bunnings is closed up now so that's put a few things on hold yeah we did turn the garage into a home gym so that's kind of nice what else look i think what we've found is very very recent is where when we're not working in the evening We've given like each night uh, a night night, if you will. So like, you know, Mondays, uh, feature film Mondays, Tuesdays, uh, like, you know, reading Tuesdays. Tonight is binge series Wednesdays. Thursday, oh, we we, we subscribe to Masterclass. So we'll knock over over Masterclass on Thursdays. And then it's just sort of footy and drinks in the weekend. That sounds awesome. At least it gives you some structure because sometimes it's hard to know whether it's Saturday or Tuesday and having those nights must help you just have a little (laughs) bit of structure to what you're doing at home, yeah? (laughs) Look, as as corny and lame as it sounds, it it really does. Otherwise, you're just sort of left there sometimes just standing at the wall going like, what am I doing with my life? At least you know. At least it's on the whiteboard. That's what people uh, have said. You finish your Friday afternoon, shut the laptop and you go, oh, what am I doing now? Waiting for Monday for it to to do something again. And it's been difficult. But the general consensus that we've found from the people we've spoken to over the last few days has been, we're going to get out of this, obviously, at some point. And they're all pretty confident that the industry is in a good place to be able to, well, let's say 2022 could be a bumper year and everybody could find we're back to normal and then some. How do you feel about that? Oh, music to my ears. Yeah. I mean, that'd be great. Yeah. Look, I mean, like I said, you know, we've found some 
really fun, slick, technical workarounds to, to, you know, sort of some of these things. But I think we all prefer how it was as well. So, you know, if it's busy heaving and we're bumping into each other in a pub on a Friday, then that sounds yeah, great. exactly. And so one last little question that we've been asking people is, whilst you have been working from home and you haven't got the distractions of, you know, your other staff members and stuff around you, have you kept yourself head down in your world or do you have perhaps a Spotify playlist going in the background? Do you have anything to break up your day to make sure that you don't just end up working all day and you don't have a break and so on? Do you, do you have a structure to your professional day? I think as long as we're sitting down and having lunch away from our computers, even if it's just for five or 10 minutes, then we're happy. Look, I've got to admit, I'm probably not that great with giving myself any me time during the daytime. You know, if we can smash out a walk or smash some gym in the morning, sit down, eat some food away from our screens in the afternoon, and then come back up there at the end of the day, then then we're doing all right. Brilliant. Cool, man. Well, it's been an awesome chat. Thanks for giving us your time today, Lawrence. And great to hear you're doing really well and really looking forward to seeing you keep cranking out there and getting some great workout. Likewise, guys. Oh, thanks for that. It's, uh, It's been fun. It's really good to catch up with you. Hopefully our paths will cross in the future, but the editors are always in our world one way or another with uh, stuff coming from and going to them. So we wish you and and all of the editors the best of luck through all this. Sounds like you're doing very well and you guys are busy and hopefully happy. Yeah, look, I I hope the rest of the team's feeling happy as well. And yeah, look, let's just get out of this and, and continue fighting the good fight. Exactly. Good on you, mate. Yeah, thank you very much indeed. Oh, cool, guys. Okay, well, take care. Yeah, and you you too. See you, mate. Cheers. If you've got an interesting or funny lockdown story you'd like to share with us, we'd love to hear from you and get you on the podcast. Get in touch at contact at smithandwestern.com.au. 